the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. One of the things that I was hoping, hoping for and advocating for for quite some time was that parents are going to rise up and push back against critical race theory. The sinister, insidious, dangerous, evil belief that has plagued schools across the country. And it's starting to happen organically. This is giving me hope. This is some of the good news of what's happening in the country. This is something where, you know, we spoke at our Freedom Square event at Dream City Church in Arizona, and I said that we need parents to start to show up to school board meetings. In fact, I even said once I get back, I'm going to start to show up to school board meetings across the country. And this is starting to happen. Parents are actually starting to wake up. I am starting to see an organic completely grassroots movement that is pushing back against the KKK literature that your children are learning from. Cut one is parents in Loudoun County have been speaking out against reading these books that have been given to children. So cut one, but this does not go without a cost. Let's play cut one. Jasper wasn't even my boyfriend, just this dude I did some hacking with once in a while. He was pretty basic library systems, low security Not in my league at all, but he had a big and sometimes a girl just needs a big Her top lip curled up. Wait a minute, is that what's really going on? She did your homework and you ate her Is that why you're crying? It's okay, it's cool. This is what girls do at parties. I told myself and kept dancing with the boy. I couldn't see the alcohol making my waist wind faster. This is inappropriate for me to read to you. This is inappropriate for our children. So this one was more particularly parents in Loudoun County schools pushing back against the graphic sexual literature from the freshman English class that was being taught in Loudoun County, Virginia, in the suburbs of Washington, D.C., in Northern Virginia. Finally, parents are starting to read what their children are learning. Finally. And they say, but To Kill a Mockingbird is unacceptable because it engages in white saviorism which is this idea that whites are going to be the saviors of blacks. Okay, if that's now the new standard, then Black Lives Matter should refund all the contributions that they received from white liberals across the country. Black Lives Matter should now refund every single contribution they got from corporations. In fact, every single black student in the country should say that they are going to refund their scholarship unless it was funded by another black person. In fact, 
Every single black family that is getting taxpayer-funded assistance that might have been funded by a white person should refund it. Is that the new standard now? Because now they're teaching your children that literature that reinforces the white savior myth is dangerous. You know, like Atticus Fish standing up, Atticus Finch standing up for Boo Radley. That it's the white savior myth. Okay, so let me get this straight. When you stand up for what's right and you try to fight racism, you're actually being a racist because you're trying to save black people. So is the new position of Black Lives Matter and BLM Incorporated, they can save themselves? I guess. But this does not come without a cost. We covered extensively on this program and also in some of our public speeches how in South Lake, Texas, with over 70% support, the school board was taken back. The school board was taken back by parents and was completely reshaped because of normal people standing up against critical race theory, being unafraid of being called the R-word. But this is now coming at a cost. Guy Midkiff of South Lake, Texas, is a pilot for American Airlines. But American Airlines, which is now basically an arm of the Democrat Party, says it's investigating a Texas-based pilot who spoke against an effort by his local school district to implement elements of critical race theory. American Airlines is now inserting themselves into local school board politics. The South Lake Anti-Racism Coalition said to American Airlines, quote, your employee has been harassing students and community members relentlessly for months for speaking out against the racism they experience in our town. Right. From targeting individual minors and accosting our organization, here are just some of the most recent unprofessional comments. And there's really nothing here at all, of course. But now American Airlines said in their official Twitter account they're taking a closer look at this. So now American Airlines does not have loyalty to their pilots or to their employees. They have loyalty to some angry, baseless KKK organization that exists in South Lake, Texas. So now every time that you go board American Airlines, you have to understand that you are now funding a Democrat super PAC. You might as well write a check to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Might as well. You might as well just write a check to Chuck Schumer every time that you get on American Airlines. Now, I know that a lot of you are going to email us, freedom at charliekirk.com. Well, Charlie, what do I do? This is the tyranny of the framework that the Republican Party has created for us. And I have just realized how we have just been so deceived, so tricked, so fooled. And I'm, I'm talking about almost every Republican in elected office over the last 30 years. They pandered to these corporations. They cut their taxes. They deregulated them. They went to their cocktail parties. They took their money for their campaigns. And so, yes, you're right. 
These airlines now dominate with only four or five options in the country. And Republicans pandering to the interests of big business, trying to bring in cheap labor and cheap money and cheap products, now are aghast and stunned that the very same corporations that they carried the water for are now all of a sudden the enforcement arm of the Democrat Party. Let me reiterate this. That American Airlines, a multi-billion dollar company that is tasked with transporting human beings safely, hopefully, from JFK to LAX, is now involving themselves in a local school district race in South Lake, Texas. And Republicans are just so confused because they don't understand the nature of what we are dealing with. They don't understand that we are not dealing with a Democrat party of the 80s or 90s where we have this wonderful debate and dialogue. Now, this is this is something much different. This is something where now that they control the corporations, the very corporations that Republicans never wanted to challenge. I am given hope when parents start to rise up and take ownership of what their children are being taught. This is something we've actually been pretty intense about the last couple of months. And finally, parents are starting to do this. But this is all really built on what I consider to be one of the biggest lies of our country. And it's a misunderstanding of history. It's the 1619 Project propaganda. It's during this entire alleged racial reckoning moment in our country that was only it was only magnified because of the George Floyd situation. And because we have not taught our children history, and quite honestly, most parents have been rather lazy and uninterested in teaching their children history. They just don't know how. We have allowed the entire premise of the founding of our country to be flawed. And quite honestly, a couple years ago, when I was doing my campus lectures, I even accepted the premise far too much. If you go back to some of my campus lectures three or four years ago, I I didn't really challenge this point. I kind of said, yes, there was slavery, but look how much we've done since. That is the wrong argument. It is. It almost accepts the premise that the founding fathers were slavery apologists, which is the absolute opposite of the truth. It's not just a lie. It's an untruth, to use an Orwellian newspeak term. That the founding fathers and the founding of America actually planted the seeds for the death of slavery in America. James Madison, the father of the United States Constitution, famously said, quote, it would be wrong to admit that one man can own property in another man. The founders were true defenders of eternal principles. Do you know that George Washington famously said about slavery that he demands out of the people and the government of America a, quote, plan adopted for the abolition of slavery? And George Washington freed his slaves before his death. Here's a good question that you can ask some of your 1619 Project white liberal friends. Where and when was the first anti-slavery convention ever held? When was the first gathering of people 
who sought to abolish slavery. Where was it held and when was it held? Answer. Philadelphia in 1775. That's right. In Philadelphia of 1775, before the signing of the Declaration of Independence, before the revolution was largely underway, the Quakers, with blacks present, founded the first ever Society for the Relief of Blacks Held in Bondage. They used a different word, but I'm not going to use it on radio. The first American society dedicated to the cause of abolition was founded on April 14th, 1775, before the Declaration of Independence. Did you know that Benjamin Franklin became the president of the Anti-Slavery Society in Philadelphia? That Benjamin Franklin served as the president seeking to abolish slavery. And yet they're trying to remove Benjamin Franklin's statue at the University of Pennsylvania. America's founding made specific claims about human nature and power. And its guiding principles ended up being the fulfillment of why we abolished slavery. And to say that the founding fathers were slavery apologists is a pathological lie. There is not one piece of evidence in their private journals, their public speeches, or their actions that show that the founding fathers were trying to defend the institution of slavery. And yet your children are being taught this in real time, and we are allowing our history and our culture to be abused, to be misrepresented. Those that control the past control the present. And those that control the present control the past. George Orwell famously said that in 1984. And so if we do not contest with every single tool at our disposal, why are we founded? Who are we? What is America? And this is our home that is a beautiful, magical place. And if the Republican Party is going to be the, well, we're not a racist country party. No, no, we're the opposite of that. We're not just not a racist country. We're a benevolent country. A moral country. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Jerry Boyer. Take a few minutes and join me for the first episode of my new podcast, Meeting of Minds with Jerry Boyer, where I interviewed the brilliant tech entrepreneur and thinker, Peter Thiel. The idea of a victim, the idea that victims exist, it, it comes from Judeo-Christianity and nowhere else. You know, if you, if you sort of imagine Christ in the time of Pontius Pilate, if he had told Pilate, you know, I am a victim, this would have made no sense whatsoever. Pilate would have said, no, are you a Roman citizen or not? 
Here's Teal on victimhood. The idea that you were a victim made no sense at all. And it's um, maybe deformed, maybe gone crazy in modernity where we talk about victims and nothing else. To hear Teal on atheism, the Bible, Jesus, the cross and resurrection, political correctness and violence, and a whole lot more, go to meetingofmindspodcast.com. Listen, subscribe, and share. That's meetingofmindspodcast.com.